the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, number 16, for the week of September 19th, 2005. Take it away, Matt. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab. I'm Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer, and I'm here, of course, with uh, my trusty compatriot in podcasting, John Braun. How are you, John? From the Mac Observer. Um, Man, you got the band right on cue there. I'm very impressed. Isn't that good? Yeah. I heard a snap, and they just started playing. Bam. They're they're really good. That's it. They're right here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, you know, John and I, we have this little, we're, this is our 16th show that, that you've heard. We've done, we did a couple. Sweet 16. Sweet. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we have this little pre-show ritual that we go through where we, you know, we get online. We do this via Skype. <laughs> of course, John's down in Connecticut. I'm here in New Hampshire. We do this via Skype and, and, uh, and and we talk for a little bit and get levels set and then uh, and then we both take a moment to go and uh, and, and freshen up and uh, and and then <laughs> that's a nice way to say it right yeah. and you know we, we want to be you know free for the show so we we, we uh, you know unencumbered if you will and uh, and so we <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Keep going. that's way too much information. So then, yeah. then we, then we come back and, you know, we basically start up the show. So we talk a little bit before, but we try not to, you know, get too much out because we don't want the show to be fresh and all that. Well, last week, of course, uh, we didn't talk enough before the show started. And, and of course you heard us stumbling all over each other and it was due to a delay yeah. that I, that I think we both probably assumed had to do with Skype and the bandwidth and, you know, you never know what's happening on the internet. As it turned out, it had nothing to do with that. Our, our setup here is, is a little interesting. We're going to talk very briefly about kind of how we've got things set up. We're, we are still in the process of changing it. Uh, there's, there's some more equipment that we've got coming. Hopefully we'll have it for next week's show, especially on John's end. Um, but on, on my end here, I had just last week gotten a, a new mixer. I have a, a Shure SM58 microphone, just a dynamic mic that plugs into this cool new mixer that Mac, Mackie sent me called the Onyx 1220. And it's overkill for for uh, for a low end podcasting setup. But let me tell you, if you've got the cash to spare, it's great because it's got a FireWire card in it. So I plug this in, I get my sound the way I want it, and then I plug FireWire into my Mac, and that's how the sound gets to my Mac. So it's great. But because I was playing with it, I had clicked some wrong buttons in Audio Hijack Pro and didn't realize that my signal was being horribly delayed both out to John and then of course out to, well, virtual tape, which is what you folks listen to. So I heard myself just fine, thanks to this great little board, but John and the rest of the world, uh, there there was only one of us that heard me when I should have been heard and and that was me. And though that's important, it's not paramount importance. So that's uh, that's the reason we apologize for that. Uh, but uh, hopefully we'll get that fixed. John, John's setup. John is. Uh, we, we all got to give John a big round of applause here because he has been dealing with a very non-optimal setup on his end for a very long time. Uh, for you know, sixteen plus shows here, where he's got a headset plus he's had to cram earphones into his ears underneath the headset because if he uses the headset, then we get an echo, which you may have heard on previous shows, right, John? <clears throat> yeah, actually, I'm okay with this one. It just has one ear and a boom. 
kind okay. of which I which I like, but uh, yeah. I think we're gonna yeah, get I a better to stick something to my ear. We're gonna get some better mics from, or not, not not necessarily better mics than we're using, but mics more suited to podcasting, so better for what we're doing. And uh, hopefully, we'll have those in place next week. And John will have a mixer. John can't hear himself when he does this, which is which may sound like it's not important, but it, it is. It, it's, it's important because it's about me. Well, or or something. <laughs> So Audio Hijack Pro is the software that, that I use on this end to tie it all together. And, and, and I will, I've, I've actually got it all documented. It's, it's a big convoluted thing that I think Hugo Schachtman was, was the first one to mention how to, how to do this. And we took his setup and sort of built upon it and, and enhanced it and, and sort of did our own thing. But in any event, that's, uh, that's that. We, we, we did have an agenda uh, initially for this week where we were going to talk about our favorite travel-related gadgets because uh, John and I have both been doing more travel than we or our families care to admit lately. But, uh, but we've got so much else to talk about that we're going to actually put that off. No, till, what's no, that? But, you know, there's one thing I want to say here. I, I want to rant. Go, rant. I just traveled. <laughs> and you got to have at least one rant. But no, I just traveled. I, I, was at on, a, man. I was a, I was a, at a show in Atlanta – um, so I went from Bradley, which is our local uh, airport here, very nice, lovely airport, airport. Um, rather than the, the horror that is the New York City airports. And yeah, um, man. <clears throat> so, anyways, I was traveling, and I usually like take my camera, and I, you know, fancy myself an amateur photographer. And wherever I go, in this case, it was Atlanta. I hadn't been there in a number of years. The the, the last time I was there was actually at a Comdex show. If you remember those, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but they were fun in their time. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, I'm in the airport. I'm in the airport, and they have, you know, a nice exhibit as you're coming into one of the terminals. A lot of terminals have some really nice, you know, light or, you know, lighter art or waterscapes or whatever. And uh, so I take a picture of all these, and then I, you know, instead of taking the little train thing, I, you know, walk and then take the escalator up. And there's a thing that says, welcome to Atlanta. And I'm like, oh, isn't that nice? You know, and it shows, you know, the diverse population all welcoming me. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's pleasant. So I start taking pictures of that. And then at the top of this escalator was an Atlanta cop. Uh -oh. And as I'm taking the pictures, he's like, no pictures. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, no pictures. I'm like, no pictures of anything or just this? I mean, like, and, really? and I don't know. Now, now for airport? our population. Now, wait, were you behind the security? Were you still in in, in, uh, I, in quarantine zone or were I you I was outside? at the top of the escalator that was leading into the area that had my bags. Oh. And there's a banner, like so in a lot you of had, airports. So you had left the secure area, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. This was... As far as I'm concerned, wide open. So you know? a, a member of the general public, the great unwashed, as it were, could have walked in. And not to say that the people in Atlanta wash many more or less frequently. I'm just using that <laughs> general phrase to, to, to sort of talk about the entire population of the planet. Okay, so we are all uh -huh. the great unwashed. And any member of us could have walked in and gotten to the point where you were without a boarding pass. Is that correct? Exactly, because okay. it was the part where you pick up your bags and right. you're, you're not entering into the – yeah, it's, it's outside of the, the – where the – Action is so. Um, <laughs> I don't. Know and he that says means. that to me. He says that you know, please, you know, no pictures. And I'm like, and so what I did is I you know put the camera down and I looked next to me, and there was also a TSA guy just kind of sitting there too. And and so what I said because I didn't want to create a big ruckus, so I want to be somewhat of a wise guy. I said, well, I'll have to think <laughs> about that as I walked away because, and no, I'm serious because I'm just sensitive to this issue because. Yeah, I like to take pictures of things that are fun to take a picture of, like right. a little photo, you know, right. blog, which is what I like to do versus a text blog. But for this guy to say this, he, he, you know, I was like, I don't, you know, first off, it's like, 
Welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. Don't take any pictures. Now, now like, do you have some of these pictures that we could put up and share with the uh, with the with the listenership here, just to just to oh, twist absolutely. the screw a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, good. yeah. I'll, I'll put them up and we'll uh, put a link to my uh, you know my general photo site. But cool. you know that kind of got me. So, anyways, what happened on the way back? And then I'll you know we'll we'll get back on track or something. But <laughs> now people have also run into this as well, though. Is that I would think most of our population. Or, or a lot of the population that listen to this show are creative types and are probably into yeah. photography. Yeah. And to me, there are a lot of questions about when it's appropriate to take a picture and when not. And, you know, so this really got me because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of places, yeah. a lot of places are semi-public and yeah. as long as you're not taking pictures of things that are weird to take a picture of, you know, well, I would you, think you a sign taking, saying you welcome. You were taking a picture of a, a welcome sign, John. Yeah. You, you might have want to rethought that there because that's, uh, you know, I mean. Very suspicious. kind of on the edge there. Yeah. So um, on the way back, when I was taking my flight back, I stopped after I went through the security hell and I saw, you know, a gentleman in like the TSA, like, you know, booth there or whatever. And I said, can I ask you a question? Oh, and I told him what happened. Don't get started on them. No. And I said to him, you know do you have a policy as far as photographs in the airport? And he's like, well, what do you mean? Like carrying around? I'm like, no, no, taking photographs. And he's like, as long as you're not taking photographs of this whole operation here, you know, I'm not aware of any regulation yeah. saying you can't. And I'm like, and I told him about what happened with the Atlanta cop. And, and he's like, well, you know, that doesn't sound right to me. I mean, unless you're doing like taking a picture of the departure arrival board sure, or sure. taking pictures of things that may look like you're planning something, but things that are, Clearly, for you know, Public things that just look yes. interesting. That's right. You know, like a statue or a work of art or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So if you're taking pictures of the wrong things or the wrong people or the wrong places, I could understand that. Like t taking pictures of cops or right. the National Guard people or whoever there. You know, that that's probably not too wise. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Atlanta cops go. bad. TSA guy. I think it was Rex was his name in Atlanta. Good. Um, but it's just something that hey, you know really. You know, strikes me as a photography yeah. and when you can and when you can't, and it, how you know, far can they go saying you can't? We can, we can talk more about this in our travel show next week, but yeah, yes, th things have gotten crazy in the, in the airports. I'll, I'll agree. I, I, I'll buy right into that. So, all right, but we're, we're going to get back back to the Mac stuff here. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to grab the train and uh, and well, I don't know. It's for not really on the front. track, but you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about this anyway. So. Uh, the uh, the good folks at Apple were kind enough to to work very hard this week to get a, a Nano out to us here, and a what a, a an iPod Nano, right? Oh, oh that yeah yeah. That nano. They sent they sent us the uh, the four gig uh, white cop version, and you know I've I've got to say. You know, I asked him for it because, of course, you know, it's our job to report on this stuff. And, you know, we are a podcast and we're Mac related. And, you know, that, that brings the whole iPod thing into it fairly well. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. I never would have bought one of these. I never would have bought an iPod mini. Uh, you know, a, an iPod that can't carry my music collection was always useless <laughs> in my head. Now, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got a 40 gig four, fourth generation iPod. That's my quote unquote main iPod. That's what I use. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to the point where that's not big enough. So I, you know, I was starting to think, well, maybe I got to get a 60, right, and whatever. This little thing arrived. Let me tell you, I would buy one of these. Knowing what I know now, I would buy one of these in a heartbeat. It's great because most of what I'm doing is listening in the car back and forth real quick to podcasts, certain songs that I need to learn for a band that I'm in or, you know, whatever. I can pretty much tell you what I'm going to listen to on the little 10-minute car rides or 20-minute car rides that I take here and there. It, 
because of these podcasts, I'm syncing my iPod so much more frequently than I was in the past. I used to, you know, sync maybe twice a month. You know, I, I just, I bring the iPod, normally it would just live in the car and I'd bring it in occasionally and, and sync it up to get, you know, the latest songs that I'd, I'd, you know, imported into my iTunes library or whatever. But now I'm doing it every day. And with this and the trio and my wallet and my keys and everything else, you know, lugging the iPod in and out, it was just one more big thing to deal with. This thing's great. This thing's tiny. It, you know, it holds four gigs, so I can get all the podcasts I have on here, plus, you know, a couple of gigs worth of playlists, plus I can load some pictures on. And let me tell you, the pictures look great on this thing. I mean, you know, you're not going to be winning any prizes for what people see on here, but if I can carry some pictures of my kids or big six-pound lobsters or something or whatever I want to carry, and How it's great. that screen uh, diagonal? It's probably about an inch, I would say. Uh, that's a you know I'm holding it in my hand and looking but it's about an inch I would say diagonal but uh, it's great it, it may be more than so, that I don't have the spec so right it sounds me. like you're learning how to deal with your music in a different way I am and I, or I, your I, expectations change based on the device like the what? same with the shuffle yes exactly and you were saying that John that's right yeah it's uh, it's really something now there are a couple of weird things about it it does not support firewire uh, I, I had a, my old iPod, I, I would just use FireWire. I mean, I have USB 2 on my PowerBook and just never bothered to plug in the cable. I plugged in my FireWire cable into this and it came right up and said, FireWire, not, connection's not supported. You got to use USB 2. So fine. So, I, you know, I, I, I've been meaning to change that over anyway because it, it is handy to have the iPod running on a different bus from the, the drive that's carrying everything over to it. And I've got a FireWire drive that carries all my, my music now because I can't fit it on my, my laptop drive. But, uh, you know, it sits in the same dock. I've got a DLO a transpod thing that I'll talk more about next week, but uh, in the car, and it sits right in that, no problem. Um, you know, it, and it works great. The, the one thing, though, that was weird was opening the packaging. If you're going to go get one of these, be very careful because the packaging, the, the, the iPod's easy to get out. It's the, the USB cable and the headphones and all that. The, the packaging is, is bags, sealed bags that are opaque. You cannot see through them. And you have to cut them to open them. And you don't know where the cables are. So be very careful. I had to hold it up to the light and cut very close to the top with scissors to make sure that I wasn't cutting, you know, the USB cable or the headphone cable or, or anything like that. So now uh, one last thing that I'll, I'll talk about with this is the sound. I, I, I'm, I'm a, well... I've told you before, I'm an audio guy. I'm a musician. I'm picky about this stuff. One thing that always drove me crazy about my iPod was I'd plug headphones in and I'd hit play. I'd hear the hard drive spin up. There'd be some crackle with the electronics going on inside. And this has happened with every iPod I've had. It's not just the one I've got. You'll always hear this. I was A-B-ing back and forth playing the same song with, uh, with both of them in the same set of headphones. And the... the the mini or the nano, sorry, because it's uh, it's flash based. You know, there's no moving drive inside or anything. So much cleaner. It, you know, it once you got music cranking, not a huge difference, right? But but the getting it up and running and stuff, you don't hear all that that background. You know, mumble jumble. It's great. Really love this thing. Really do. So cool. So uh, yeah, and it's highly recommend mini. The mini is no more, I guess. Yeah, this replaces the mini. And you and, know, speaking and does of so things that style. are so. speaking of things that are no more. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We can well, talk about that. The, yeah, that's right. The, uh, we'll we'll jump around the 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 new agenda here. 
I'm assuming yeah. every, you know, I was sitting at my desk on, uh, on Friday afternoon and mm-hmm. I, the, the phone rang. And of course it was, it was Mike Sponsler from, uh, from IDG informing me that, uh, that of course Macworld Expo Boston is no longer. And we had already written an article on, on TMO about it about 30 minutes prior. I, I hadn't been watching the site. I'd actually been on the phone. And so I didn't realize that we'd even written something. I said, oh, should we write something up? He said, well, I, th- I think you already did. I just wanted to make a courtesy call. I said, well, thank you. But uh, what, what do you think about that, John? What, 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 uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that, John? Uh, personally, I, even though Apple was not present, I enjoyed the shows. There was a lot to, uh, a lot to see, a lot to do. Uh, it's unfortunate that Apple and IDG uh, will probably never get the real story, or at least not one that we can talk about. Right. Um, you know, the, for them to you know get rid of what was a viable uh, East Coast event is uh, is unfortunate. I, yeah, I always I like liked- the New York City. I like the Boston. Of course, you and I learned that uh, get a hotel. <laughs> Don't yes. take the train. Don't take the train. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, after it. Yeah. Oh, man, because we, yeah. we were... Well, John, John's referring to a, a New York show from years and years ago when we were both living in Connecticut. Actually, I wasn't. I was staying with my parents in Connecticut, and I was living in Texas. But uh, we, we said, well, we'll save money on a hotel. And, and uh, this was in the early, early days of TMO, very yeah. early days of TMO. When we didn't have the you yeah. know, lavish... Uh, you know, accommodations. We well, I mean, it, TMO was, you know, a, a months old as opposed to, to, you know, seven years old or whatever. Um, and, uh, and so we, we commuted in and out. Well, you know, when you're going to dinners and parties and stuff and, you know, your train back gets in at, you know, one o'clock and then you got to grab a seven o'clock train the next morning. It's, you mm. know, yeah, that was bad. So anyway, the, the Boston show, the one thing that I, I really thought this show allowed for was for all the two things actually so sorry uh all the exhibitors that the non-apple exhibitors had the the uh, the opportunity to get their moment in the sun without being totally overshadowed by apple uh-huh. and that's you know that that was a great thing at the boston show there was always this you know little diamond in the rough that would that would would emerge you say wow this is great you know this would get totally no press at, at the san francisco show but yet it's a great product the other thing that was great about it for me was and i saw this happening with a lot of people because the show wasn't totally insane you could actually get things done you could get business done now i realized from a uh, an attendee's point of view that that may or may not matter depending on your 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 motive for going to the show but uh but f- you know if, if for anyone in the industry it was a, it was a great sort of you know meeting ground away from the hustle and bustle that is the san francisco show but uh but i guess we're going to just have to make do now so yeah yeah but san francisco's coming up lots going on there yeah we're going to be uh bestowing our uh wisdom uh that's right john and i'll be doing a podcasting the, session i think oh uh, po- really oh yeah. i thought we were gonna do okay uh, never mind yeah we've got we john and i may be doing multiple things at the show actually <laughs> john john has no idea what i have in store for him <laughs> actually that's not true he we, we talked about many ideas and, and we're just waiting to see what uh what what all pulls together but uh but I, I believe we'll be doing something specific about about this podcast and how it came together and all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, so should we should we take an audio comment here, John? <sighs> We've got it. Yeah. Oh, of okay. course. <clears throat> okay. Let's do. Uh, it. Let's do. 
We'll do this one. We'll do this guy. Press the right button. Yeah, I got the right button. Jeremy Younger uh, sent this in about the, an iTunes tip, and it actually kind of leads into a direction that. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll let it play, and then and then John will uh, John will pick it up from there. So here we go. Hi, John and Dave. It's Jeremy Younger here from Australia. I just thought I might give you a buzz. Buzz. Whoa. I uh, just want to know what you guys have any thoughts on the new iTunes five. You recently mentioned the iPod Nano and obviously the phone in your last podcast, which I must say, very well done. Thank you. With your podcasting, very much pleased with it. But uh, this new feature is, um, well, that I've only just noticed, I've only recently downloaded another podcast called eMacCast, which is in an enhanced mode. And it seems to me that in iTunes 5, there's a little button just to the right of the main screen where you have all the song information and the time etc there's another button and you press down this button it's actually a chapters function so you can actually go to a separate chapter inside that podcast it's like a dvd movie you just go to a particular chapter that you want to just in case like you had to go somewhere oh you know you turn your computer off i can just go to that chapter just thought you know are you guys going to move to this sort of enhancement as you guys do long uh, podcast as well, 20 to 30 minutes now, at least, like, you guys getting up to 27 minutes as an average, as of such. Yeah. Are you guys going to go towards this uh, strategy and put in chapters in your podcast? Even if not, then uh, what do you guys think about as this is a function? Cheers, guys. Have a good time. Thanks. John? Cheers. Um, Cheers. Actually, I noticed this under uh, version 4. 4.9, I forget yeah. I forget the exact. Oh no! It Do you it remember had, which? Well, it was. It would have had to be four nine because we didn't have podcast support before that. Do you remember which which podcast that was? I forget. I, I don't. <laughs> um, but I noticed as I was playing it back that there was an icon towards the top of the iTunes screen. And it looked like a little book with a bookmark. It's like hmm, yeah. sort of interesting. What was it? Just to the right of the. Uh, of all the the play and uh, the transport control, the volume control, volume. right, right, the pl- to the to the left of the uh, window in the center that shows you, you know, the equalizer, That's right. or the title, or or whatever. Um, but yeah, so apparently what you can do it's uh, I guess all part of the magic of uh, XML and RSS and all that is that you can embed bookmarks within the timeline, and I guess what you can do is through the bookmark feature, if it sees the right tags. Um, it will you know parse out. I guess it's a uh, a graphic. Uh, name and a time mark and a URL broadcast and a URL as well. Yeah, John, I have um, a secret to tell you. Another se- a secret. Yeah, but we'll we'll let the listeners know too. I, I think this podcast is actually going to be if they go up if they're in iTunes now and they go up and click on that little button, they'll see uh, chapters for everything in this show. Wow, and I was going to say I'm firmly against introducing new technology in the show because we're, we're just not about that. But you've uh, we're doing it. This show is actually this show is being recorded in AAC as opposed to MP3, which we've always done. And the reason is we are going to experiment, uh, and um, this is assuming the experiment works by the time between when we record this and when we get it out to you, uh, that that all the chapters have been put in, and hopefully we've got pictures of the things that we've talked about and and links and uh, icons and all of that stuff. We're, we're like going to try it. We're going to we're going to see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, you know, I played. I actually made a version of last week's, believe it or not, with with some chapters in there, and it's it's really not oh. that wasn't that difficult to do. So I figure we'll just dive right in and. Uh, 
you know, no better time than the present. About. That's what we're all about. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. <sighs> yeah. Uh, one, one follow-up that I got, uh, both Dave Reed and Jimmy Harmon uh, chimed in about uh, a comment that we got last week where someone was having trouble uh, syncing, uh, not syncing, but using their, their singular, the Motorola Razor phone as a modem. And I tried this because my wife has one of these. And if you're using Tiger, the Razor phone works fine as uh, it'll do its syncing. It'll, it'll work fine as, as a... Uh, uh, you know, it, I, I'm sorry, rather, I'm sorry. I should have read my notes. We were talking about transferring files back and forth, pictures and sounds back and forth between the phone and the Mac. And in Tiger, file transfer works fine. It may not have worked in previous versions of the OS, presumably because it didn't know about this this particular phone. Um, but uh, but uh, the only OS I've tested it with is Tiger, and uh, these other folks wrote in and said, yeah, it worked no problem, and they're absolutely right. So, Yeah, and I've heard on Verizon as well as you can get an update, but then it disables something else. Yeah, but the Verizon doesn't have the Razor, right? Um, no, no, and there are other – similar thing, which I think I drew one of my comments on, but yeah, they okay. have the, uh, the V710, but yeah, they right. have a firmware update, lets you transfer files, but then I think it does something with the memory card ability. So uh, these guys – well, you know, that's just the way it goes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's see. I'm going through everything here. We talked about Macworld Boston. Oh, so iTunes 5, right? I mean, this guy mentioned that iTunes 5 is out. There, there, have been, there has been an issue with iTunes 5, and, and as far as I've seen, Apple has not yet uh, issued the update for it. And the, the problem is that when you install iTunes 5, it will occasionally for actually not even occasionally for many people it's reporting back that it's lost all your podcast subscriptions well it hasn't chances are they're all still there and all you need to do is go to the file menu i believe in itunes right file import and and then navigate to your home directory music itunes and import the itunes music library.xml file that will pull everything in and 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 fix it all and and nine times out of ten, that that has been working great for uh, for the folks that we've seen and, and folks that we've heard from. So, just wanted to mention that in case uh, in case you're you're not there. So, if you're having that problem, that's uh, that's where you go. So, uh, another audio comment, John. You ready? Uh, certainly. So, <laughs> here we go. This is uh, Andrew DeFranco sent, uh, sent this in about transferring, referring to our conversation about transferring large files, but, but he has an interesting idea at the end, and, uh, well, here we go. This is the third time I've tried to record this comment. Uh, hopefully the third time's the charm. Uh, but, so you were talking yeah. about how to transfer large files between computer to computer, and uh, for pe people who are less, slightly less geeky than you, like me, I find that uh, the best answer is actually Skype, which has a file transfer feature on it that uh, certainly in my practice has not failed no matter how big a file you throw at it. Um, uh, just on that measure for, again, those of us who aren't quite as geeky as you but enjoy it, um, I thought it would be cool if you could uh, actually make a new Skype account and give it a voicemail box so that we could just Skype that voicemail box whenever we wanted to give you a uh, audio comment instead of having to worry about applications on our side and file formats and email and just, you know, just being able to Skype you and get it out. And then, I mean, if, certainly if you want to see more audio comments, that would probably be a, uh, 
cool way to do it. Yeah. And I, I agree with him. He's absolutely right. And this actually yeah. prompted some discussion that John and I, John and I had a, an, off, an, an offline geek gab this week that, uh, that we just offline. didn't record. Well, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Weird to say offline, right? I mean, it was online. We did it with iChat and John was in Atlanta and I was in my living room and, and you know, but yeah, it, it wasn't a podcast. And we talked about creating a Skype account, but of course that adds its own, it, it's not quite as geeky as totally recording your own, but it, it requires some geek quotient. And mm. and they and they want us to, you know, sign up for a separate account and the whole nine yards and yada, yada, yada. So we took it one step further. We figured, what if you could just pick up a phone, any phone, dial a phone number, and leave us a comment? Does that sound like a good idea, John? It's an awesome idea. I think it is. Well, we'll have to implement Anybody that. Anybody can use a phone. We'll have to we'll have to think about that. Oh wait a minute, Even we didn't the think animals. about that. Remember, I was talking about the animals. No, the you animal. weren't. Okay. Anyway, so we no, we, we we actually did this, and so calling area code two zero six 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 geek, and you can leave us a message, folks. So that's wow. it, right? Two two zero six. That has historical significance. It, by the it way. does. Why don't you tell them what the historical significance Lest is? Lest you come to the wrong conclusion, but um, I do believe it was a price point for a computer that. You and I find uh, you know very uh, popular, which right. was very popular the, at one the point. The Apple One cost six hundred and sixty-six dollars. So, what's up with that? Yeah. So there you go. So it's two zero six 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 Geek, which is four three three five. 206-666-4335. Leave us a message there. We will get it. We get it as an when when it gets to us, it's a an audio file. So if uh, if it's something to play on the show, we can easily do it. If you're listening to this in your car, which I know a lot of you do, mm. grab your cell phone, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Fill up our email box with audio. Yeah, but be careful, you know, if you're driving and stuff, you know, with Oh the yeah, phone, use a headset. I mean. Use a headset. That's right. Obey yeah, all local traffic ordinances, pay please. Attention. I've seen too much of that. It just gets me. Yeah. The yeah. weaving and the decelerating and the accelerating. Eh, whatever. Oh, come okay. on. It makes it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. All right. So mm. here's something that, that you could you can chime in about because uh, th- this is a question that we sort of have. Mm. Huh? You, you don't want to ask him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask him anyway. Uh, we, so when we started doing this show, we had this this 25-minute uh, you know, idea in our heads. Well, a- as you've seen, we chat for more than 25 minutes and, and, and it's worked out fairly well. We get a lot of decent content in, but our, our shows have been going to the 35 minute mark. And this one will hit there. Don't worry about it. We're at 30 now, 30, almost 31. So let us know what, what would you prefer? Now I'm not saying we can change everything we're doing here. We, you know, we, we do kind of squeeze this in and, and, and we've worked very hard to carve out time that works for us, but would you rather see one 40 minute show or two 20 minute shows? And, mm. and yeah, because we could probably take what we do and chop it up into two shows and basically record them at the same time and, and, and release them or, or whatever. But, uh, just, just curious what your you as our, our, our loyal listeners, what, what you think about one versus the other. So what about the readers? Well, the readers won't be hearing this. See, man, you know, <laughs> I, you've been, Son of. Anyway, always the wise guy. Always the wise guy. All right, another audio comment. This is uh, well, 
it's a good tip. It really is. And so we're going to play it. It's a, just bear with this guy for about 30 seconds. And, and then he gets into his tip and, and, uh, and we'll just let it go from there. So this is Ted Chapo from the mini views podcast. Visit me at miniviewsf.com. I remember in an earlier podcast, you were talking about how I referred to myself as mini. Well, I am now Ted Chapo. I was a bit reluctant to give my real name, even on my podcast, but I figured I might as well. Anyway, I thought I'd give you a tip. If you have Microsoft Office and Adobe Acrobat Professional, you may have noticed that you get an Acrobat toolbar in MS Word. This is nice, but for some of you, like me, you don't really need that toolbar. Yeah. What's more, there's no way to get rid of it. it Finally, it after months of searching, I figured it out. Hey. There are two parts to uninstalling the toolbar. First, you have to go to the MS Office folder in your Applications folder. Then you go to the Office folder inside that. And within that folder, you click on the Startup folder. From there, you should see three folders, Excel, PowerPoint, and Word. Within each of these three folders is an Acrobat PDF Maker toolbar. Now remove the toolbar from each of the folders and either trash them or move them to use later. The second part is tricky. You have to wow. open Acrobat Professional and a dialog box comes up that asks you if you want to reinstall the toolbar. First, uncheck the box next to the toolbar name. Then, check the box below it that says don't show this dialog again. Now, you have to press continue. Not cancel, but continue. It took me two tries to figure that out. Now, when you open MS Word, the toolbar is gone for good. Hey, thanks, Ted. Yay. So, did you follow that, John? Did you did you do it along uh -huh. with him? Huh? <laughs> I, I thought it was a good tip. That that's driven driven me crazy in the past, and uh, so I, I thought I would uh, pass that along. It, it it can cause all kinds of weird issues, and I find it slows things down at times. So, uh, just figured figured it was worth sharing, and uh, and and Ted needed to get off his chest the whole mini thing so you know hey yeah sharing know. i like it when you and speaking of sharing uh do we get any more uh stuff about sharing well did, one thing did we go ahead yeah well, there's a guest account it seems or a guest uh yes uh yes. default guest account someone pointed out so you don't have to create a new one a lot of times i like to do that just to have it in a specific area but there is a I think if you put it in the public folder. Yeah, the guest um, guests can log in and get that. That's right. Yeah. In OS ten, of course. You know. Yeah. So uh bring that up. And I think we heard about all the services that one could use. Yeah. 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 Uh, just thought I'd bring that up. And also, yeah, another point is if you do change your router or your firewall or whatever to allow some sharing and stuff, just to be safe, though we didn't mention this explicitly, but uh we will now, is make sure you disable those things if you don't need them. Um, as some may have noticed, you know, if you have available network services, people will see that they're there and they will try to exploit them. So if you don't need to share, then shut that sort of thing off. John, of course, is referring, if, if you missed last week's podcast, get, go back and, and, and listen. And that was sort of a follow-up to it. That was, we, we talked about all ways of sharing files. And so that, that's the, uh, that's the, the wrap up of that. So I think we're uh, speaking of wrap up. I, th I, th I think we're close here. Yeah. Uh, well, Apple trademarked iPodcast this week. There was a lot of discussion about that. Did you see that, John? I thought they patented it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did they file for they file for a no. patent or was it a trademark? 
No, if you if you well, you had to read the article that one of the articles that was written about it, which you confuse the two terms, and I think that got people in an uproar. Yeah, I'm I'm looking here, but uh, in any event, uh, we're we're hoping that that answers the 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 question I put out there last week, where I said somebody's got to do something to make this easier on us podcasters, and I'm hoping that that's what this means. That this mm-hmm. iPodcast thing is a piece of software that's going to help. Folks like us. Wow, you don't you don't like handcrafting XML files for? Uh... Oh man. Well, we'll still do that. I mean, we we we've got an engine, but just you know, recording and putting it all together, it, it you know, it's a big convoluted mess that we run through here. And as you saw last week, you know, if we don't have all the right buttons clicked, well, it, it you know, it's not perfect. So. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, you know, there were people out there up in arms thinking that Apple was trying to wrangle control away of the you know the podcast name and all and they'll do that anyway i mean it, you know 10 years from now chances are apple's going to be you know considered one of the leaders one of the pioneers in podcasting I, i'm sure the pod show folks with adam curry and, and ron bloom and and those folks will will be remembered as well they couldn't possibly not be <laughs> but uh but but don't think for a second that that history won't remember apple um but but they, they i don't think that's what they're trying to do with this i think they're just trademarking a name of software and uh frankly it's a trademark no one else could could go after anyway so they might as well uh yeah, they might as well go do it that. yeah it works fine for me so all right, all right. Well, let me let me get uh let's let's see what we got here so uh, we've got uh we still got Gmail invites. You know, oh, John, did you see that Gmail notifier for the Mac came out last month? I missed that. Oh. It's great. It's a little thing that sits in your menu bar at the top. You click it. It'll show you the number of messages you have. And another cool thing I stumbled on yesterday. I have no idea when they enabled it. You can have multiple return addresses, multiple from addresses, rather, in your Gmail account. Little drop-down menu you can pick. So if you've got multiple email addresses that you all have funneling into Gmail, when you send a message out, you get to pick what address it comes from. And it doesn't have to be at gmail.com, which I think is pretty darn cool. They continue to amaze me. They do, yeah. Uh, Audio comments. There's music there. There's music, yeah. That's new. Hey. Uh, audio comments can be mailed into macgeekgab at macobserver.com. You can mm-hmm. you can send in audio comments. You can send in text comments. You can send in whatever you like. Uh, you and then, of course, us. you can call us. That's right. 206-666-GEEK. Geek. That's it. So visit us at uh, macgeekgab.com or macobserver.com slash podcast. Uh, vote for us at Podcast Alley if you uh, if you like the show. If you, you like uh, other shows, vote for them too. It's a great little resource for the uh, for the podcasting community. So that's uh, that's that, right? I'm good. You good? I'm good. All right. I'm thanks good. for thanks for listening, folks. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one. <laughs>